Welcome back to Tracy and Gracie Becoming. This is episode 26, where we're going to talk about becoming preventative. <laughs> yeah, it's a That's hard a word. That's a mouthful. <laughs> becoming preventative. Yeah. And I came up with this a couple weeks ago because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you turn... She's been excited for this one. <laughs> well, when you turn 50, it seems like the conversation turns to how can you make it through the next 50 <laughs> yeah exactly and um we just got, came off of our retreat and we were mm -hmm. giggling about how several of us ladies woke up in the morning and instead of sharing tips on the what books to read what recipes to try we found ourselves sitting on the couch comparing lab <laughs> results yeah yeah what is your cholesterol what is your preventative lab work or lab makeup that you would normally get at a an annual physical we were mm -hmm. comparing those and and we giggled about is this what you do when you turn 50 <laughs> yeah right of course Gracie was over making her cup of coffee not listening to any of the conversation and so it dawned on me that this is a topic that people care about and I do think that there are topics that would fall into that preventative category that you care about and so it's probably worth talking about. I yeah. think being preventative of course it's going to reduce your risk of negative outcomes yeah and that's sure. across the board. I think you think about it more in the context of health but I think it can be across the board. So. Mm -hmm. That's what we're gonna talk about today. But yes. before we get started, we wanted to wrap up our trip to San Antonio. It was Yeah, we talked fun. last halfway through our trip. So you guys caught the front end that we talked about. So now we'll give you the back end of it, how it ended. Yeah, so Monday we went to the Pearl area, which is for those you of you who live in San Antonio Spurs, <laughs> we did not see any of the Spurs. <laughs> not um, that we would know. And they are a basketball team for anybody else that didn't know. Oh, you Googled it? Yep. Good. Good for you. Mm -hmm. um, Except when I Googled it, I always said, what are the San Antonio Spurs? And it wouldn't even, you know how Google gives you suggestions? Usually that would be like come up. It didn't even come up. It was acting like I should have known. It was like, who owns the San Antonio Spurs? Where are the, where do they play or whatever? <laughs> it's like, nobody apparently asks what they are. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should have asked Alexa and not Google. Maybe mm. Alexa would have been a little bit more. Maybe. <laughs> Um, so we went to the Pearl area mm -hmm. of San Antonio, which is, I think, like the equivalent of maybe our uptown or our 50th in France, kind of. It's a neat little shopping area. It has... Yeah, which I originally said in the other episode that it's a food court. It's not a food court. No, <laughs> it has I didn't a food think it court. was. It has a food court in it called the Food Hall. But no, it's a shopping area that has a bunch of upscale restaurants. It's connected to this very high-end hotel and all that. And it's along the river walk as well. Yeah, Hotel so, Emma was crazy. Outstanding. Yeah, it was like, so cool. That was amazing. I'm so glad we went there. Yeah. Um, I mean, what a beautiful... When we make it big. 
when we go back to San Antonio, we will be staying at Hotel Emma. <laughs> yes, it is top notch. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, and then, yeah, they had a lot of really neat restaurants. I think a lot more authentic, not so commercialized yeah. restaurants. Yeah, um, we did a Mediterranean. Mediterranean. How do you say that? Mediterranean. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Restaurant. That so was we really ate good. Pita and hummus and yeah kebabs it was, yeah it was good yeah i didn't know any of the words on any of the menus yeah <laughs> we needed an interpreter yeah but it was really good and then they had some really neat shops like a lot of handmade stores mm -hmm. that had it was a co-op kind of thing of mm -hmm. lots of different handmade items and a lot of places that had their like christmas decor for sale right now so that was fun to like shop around mm -hmm. and look at that stuff yeah, and then before we left, we made a quick stop at Bucky's because Gracie had never been to a Bucky's, and I yeah. didn't know how to explain it. I was like, it's just like a convenience store on steroids. But once you like the walk... world's biggest convenience store, which it's probably not, but it's huge. Yeah, once you walk through it, you're like basically a grocery store. <laughs> it's yeah, massive. Yeah, it's... it was cool, but yeah. So it was neat. Um, and then we went to the San Marco um, outlet mall, which they have, I think there's only two outlet malls that are similar in size. One is in San Antonio and it sounds like the other one is in New York mm -hmm. where they have a lot of the high-end designer outlets as well. So they have yeah. Gucci and Jimmy Choo and Valentino. Valentino, and... yeah. So that was really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fun. We got some of our Christmas shopping done, which was nice. It's always nice getting that stuff out of the way early. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was good. And then we took advantage of our flight benefits, mm -hmm. our our American Express status. Yeah, <laughs> that allows us to go into the World Club and work and so yeah this is now our second time this year that we went to the that World exact Club. airport yeah early and sat in the and worked for three hours yeah we just worked, worked. Like three and a half hours <laughs> i took a i did a podcast interview mm -hmm. and the woman was like oh my gosh your backdrop is so cool i'm like um i'm in an airport <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is not my office yeah but yeah it is very comfortable and they are so hospitable and it's yeah, it a fun nice. place to work from. So we've done that a couple of times. Highly recommend that. And then our flight home was really nice. Got home to, I don't know, 30, 40 degree temperature drop. Yeah. <laughs> and the wean nanny brought the babies to the airport to pick us up. So that was nice. And then he threw his hands up in the air and it's, it's, claimed it's been a off. very long weekend yeah he's like i am off duty here you go thank yeah. you very much yeah basically so yeah I, we do appreciate it he did a really good job he's all about let me see how much i can influence their behavior <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he did like he's he has told me here's the way that miko will likes to behave now like these are the commands that you should be using with him and i'm like okay <laughs> so i appreciate it yeah no it was good and then 
I had my first pickleball lesson since yes. we've been back. Not my first, but my first of this next round. Yeah. So I took lessons last summer. I absolutely loved it, but not unlike every other place in the United States, pickleball has become like all the rage. And so it's impossible to get on a court. So mm -hmm. I have just found it to be easier to join a community ed and do like a hybrid lesson league type thing. So you know that you're going to get a play and you're going to get some guidance. Yeah. So that's worked well for me. So now I did lessons outside in the summer and now I'm doing this lesson league and it's Indoors. inside and I just had no idea how different it would be to play inside. Like the ball does not travel. And so of course I walk in and the teacher <laughs> uses me as his, she says he uses her. She probably threw her hand up so I fast did not. to volunteer. No, I didn't. Nope. Hmm. He just like, pointed at me and said, here, go on the other side of the court and receive this ball. Yeah. Yeah. And what he wanted me to do was hit it back over the net and darn if I couldn't get it over the net. And it just felt like the ball does not travel as easily <laughs> inside. And I have a friend that's taking the class with me. And after it was, after my demonstration was over, I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, I could not get that ball over the net. And I'm like, is it a different ball when you're inside? And it is, and it, you have to hit it so much harder. So I didn't know that, but I caught on quite quickly. I won my first game. Good job. I'm feeling pretty good about it, but unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. again, you can't get on any courts. So it's like I get to practice one time a week. So that is my goal to find a place where I can play more regularly find people to play with. I have to do that too. <laughs> I saw like over the summertime, I saw people on TikTok were like making their driveways yeah. into pickleball courts. So yeah, I know. I'm, I was thinking about that. I'm like, even going downstairs using my paddle and the ball that I have, and like you could get some eye hand coordination. I would love to see that going. I, he had us doing that in mm. lessons and yeah, you I could probably use, should get on that. Yeah, I could use some help just in that <laughs> category or just your stance for some of the service. I mean, there's plenty I could do by myself in the house. You don't have to be in a court <laughs> on a court. I can't even find Let's the record time. those and put them up on <laughs> our next episode. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's gonna be looking like a wee character downstairs <laughs> practicing her stance. <laughs> What's a wee character? Wee characters. Yeah. What is that? Like, the Wii, like the game Wii. Oh my God, from 20 Were years you ago? the thing, yeah, and they sit, stand in the, and they rock back and forth. <laughs> okay, that was so long ago. Is that even still a thing? I bet every single person my age will know what I'm talking about. Hmm. Okay, well, that's why we have a multi-generational <laughs> <Yep>. podcast. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so anything else you want to say about San Antonio? If you haven't been, you should definitely check it out. That was a really fun trip. And yeah. we haven't picked our next place, but the goal is to do this every few months. I really would like to go out to the Pacific Northwest, but probably not during the winter time. Mm, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, so we might pick some a warmer place next, and then maybe after that go. We're open to suggestions for anybody that has any. Mm-hmm outside the Czechoslovakia. <laughs> yeah, our Czech friends, you might have to wait a while before you see us. Okay, so let's talk about becoming preventative. Okay. I've always 
thought of myself as a preventative person. I mm -hmm. feel like I'm a pretty vigilant person. I really give a lot of credit to my mom for that because she was the type of mom that was like, every six months you go to the dentist, every year you go to the doctor. It reminds me I need to make a dentist appointment. <laughs> Thanks. Like that was just a thing. There was zero discussion about that. So I never knew any different. When it's time to get insurance, I probably am overinsured, but it obviously limits your risk. And so yeah. if you have the means, whether that's money, whether that's time, whether that's energy, and it's important to you to reduce the risk of negative outcomes, then being preventative is a good idea. I think it can be more cost effective as well. Prevention is often more cost effective than dealing with the problem after it's occurred. Yeah. I think that's another benefit of being a or becoming a preventative person. That I think is much easier to understand in the context of healthcare. Unfortunately, preventative measures tend to be expensive. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people can't afford to be preventative. Yeah. Well, what are things that you can do to be preventative that maybe aren't as costly? I think doing things like getting lab work, having your blood drawn and getting that the... shit's expensive. <laughs> it, as you know. <laughs> yeah. We just got my fat bill in, in the mail. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Gracie's like, did this get run through insurance? And we're like, yeah, it did. And this is yeah, and the your half of the bill that I that you still have to cover was not so. Mm -hmm. And so that's my point is mm -hmm. that it is expensive and that can detour people from mm -hmm. being preventative. But knowing, collecting that information so that you can make good decisions about, you know, what your next steps are is important. Otherwise, yeah. you're just guessing. Right. So I was looking up in preparation for this. I was looking up my last set of labs and I have been getting labs like every six months, but I'm hypoglycemic and I have a thyroid issue. So both of those things require more maintenance. Mm -hmm. And I have a really nice relationship with my doctor and she'll run labs if I'm feeling like something's off. Mm -hmm. I don't have to like beggar for it. Yes, I'm going to pay for it, but it's important to me. And mm -hmm. I want to know that information. I want to hit things head on. I don't want to be guessing. It was about a year ago where I was feeling so winded when I would just go for a walk. Like I used to run and I haven't been running in years, but I was feeling like when I was out on these walks, I was getting just as winded and it was kind of scaring me. And our insurance allows us to connect to a lot of specialists <clears throat> without even being referred. Mm -hmm. So I just got online and I found a cardiologist and sent him a message and said, I'd like to talk to you about what could be causing this. Mm -hmm. And he said, you probably want to have a CT scan. And so I had that. And what I found was that on a scale, they'll give you any sort of plaque buildup there's a score that they give you and and then what they can see in the CT scan is where the buildup actually resides. Mm -hmm. But my score was an eight. And although... And what's supposed to be? Zero. Yeah. 
And there's people that get a score of like 500, but still at my age, it still should be zero. And it is, there's one area that all of the build up resides. It's not like a little bit here, a little bit Mm -hmm. there, but it's still, it makes sense that some of my other labs have come back high, like my Mm -hmm. APOB and lipoprotein A. Those, my lipid panels have come back a little high. My LDL is higher than it should be, mm-hmm. but that is not necessarily a direct link to heart disease like most people think. Mm-hmm. And some people get prescribed statins for. You really should take it a little bit further and find out like what is your APOB, your lipoprotein uh, A. Get mm-hmm. those numbers because those are more indicative of future heart disease, risk of stroke, things like that. And those were high for me. So that is why with all of that information is why I ended up going on a medication. Hopefully I won't have to be on this medication for long. Mm -hmm. I'm also making lifestyle changes like pickleball. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, and I think another important thing to note with that is that you sought after those tests. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that Typically, if you go get labs run, those aren't the typical labs that they will run, like lab panel that they'll run for you. Correct. Those are ones that you had to ask for. Correct. And so that is also another key point in being preventative. Um, doing your own research. Is doing your own research. Even though you're going to a specialist that does things like runs a lab panel, you need to make sure that you're getting the right labs run in the first place. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, so I feel good about it. It's not the information that I necessarily wanted, Mm -hmm. but I feel good about knowing that and now knowing that I have decisions to make. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it makes me feel in control. Yeah. Right. So I've done the work to gather the information and now I can make my next best decisions to move forward. Yeah. And I think that is what it means to be preventative. Like you're not always going to get the information that you want. It's not Mm -hmm. always ideal, but you're going about it the right way. You're gathering the information you're seeking it. Yeah. And I think that for my, like people, my age, maybe your health isn't as big of a, um, concern for you, something that you're, um, actively being, preventative about. I mean, I think that I'm probably a special case (laughs) when it comes to um, my immune system and all of that. Um, Obviously, anybody that knows me knows that I am sick like all the time. And I think I've pretty much narrowed it down to any signs of stress that my body goes through. It just doesn't handle it very well. And so I just immediately get sick. It's like stress in the combination of not getting sleep or not getting enough sleep, my body just does not know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like probably most people my age. And so I, for what, like my birthday, for example, I'm literally sick almost every year on my birthday, like almost every year. And like, not just like getting a cold either. Like I get pretty sick. Strep throat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like tonsillitis. I've never been so sick in my life when I had tonsillitis. So that was on my birthday and it was, or it was like the day after my birthday. It usually involves drinking and, um, like staying up, not getting enough sleep. That combination just 
absolutely throws me on my ass and my body in response gets really sick and shuts down. And so my work on becoming preventative is now looking at things like that, that I may be in college, it's a lot harder to be preventative with things like your health when you're surrounded by people that are typically staying up. <laughs> like, well, or, they're not immune compromised. Well, right, that too. Yeah, exactly. And it's a normal, it's, it's a normal thing to do when you're younger is to be living a lifestyle that way. And so it was definitely a lot harder for me in college to take this seriously. And it's definitely why I was so sick all of the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and I'm still not a hundred percent. I do get sick mm -hmm. quite a bit or probably more often than the average person my age, but yeah. that's why looking at ways to be preventative and doing things like cutting out alcohol. If you listen to our past episodes mm -hmm. and doing things like tracking my hormones better and really trying to find the root cause of these reasons why I get so sick. Mm -hmm. Well, and you are pretty good about your sleep. Yeah. It's yeah. funny because you were saying several of your friends asked you about which aura ring you've, mm -hmm. you have. You've had that for a year. I think I've had mine for mm -hmm. like three years. But, you know, having an aura ring is one thing, but actually looking at the information mm -hmm. it's meant to be giving you and deciding what you're going to do with that information is a, yeah. an entirely a, another thing. I think that is the same for any of these wearables that you've got. I sometimes will wear a CGM so I know what my glucose... Continuous glucose monitor. Yep. So I know how my body is affected by what it is that I'm eating. Mm -hmm. Actually, it'll, it will often be affected by stress mm -hmm. and, you know, environmental things as well, but primarily by what you're eating. Yeah. Even an Apple watch. A lot of people are wearing an Apple watch. It's mm -hmm. take advantage of the information that it's giving you. Know what the consequences are to the choices that you're making and gather all that information and decide. Mm -hmm. Take, make the concerted effort to analyze and to make a decision that's in your best interest. Yeah. Um, I And it sounds silly to even say that, but I just know that there's so many people that wear the Apple Watch, wear the Aura Ring, and they're not even using it, maximizing it. They're not leveraging it. Mm -hmm. And if you are trying to be more preventative, reduce your risks, take advantage of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. My yeah, I check my my aura ring every single morning. I check my sleep from I my check aura your stats ring. Too. Yeah, <laughs> we're connected in a circle on this, and so she can see my scores, and I can see hers. I don't check hers, but I definitely don't take advantage of the other things that it tracks, like your stress levels. That's new, but mm -hmm. that That's awesome. yeah, and then it tracks your activity. For women, it tracks your cycle, which is nice. But I would say like sleep is the main one that I wake up every morning and I check and I probably don't spend as much time on those other qualities. Mm -hmm. That would be really helpful. So being preventative about reducing your stress. Mm -hmm. I think that there's other areas that maybe you 
my, I know you said health is going to be one of your top priorities for 2024. Yeah, I think that people my age definitely prioritize their health, um, but maybe looking at it from a preventative measure, it's not as, like they're looking at it for their here and now, mm. looking and feeling fit type of thing. Maybe not so much like for preventative care, but there's definitely other areas in life that people my age should be if they are not being preventative about. I think relationships is a really big one, specifically relationships with your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, because I feel like this is the age where, especially if you've been in a relationship for a while, this is the age where you start to consider building an actual life with them. Mm -hmm. You're not in school anymore where things can just be fun and you don't really have to consider those things. But as you get out of school and kind of into the real world and considering what your life is going to be like, taking a look and being preventative about your relationship mm -hmm. is huge. Amen. And I think that that looks like checking in with yourself and the other person on are my needs being met are their needs being met are you getting and giving the support that you both need do you share the same values and goals in life i think that is a huge one i think and these are all things that to be honest in like past relationships i didn't really think about but i also didn't really feel like i needed to like mm -hmm. it was just like just me enjoying the relationship. And I, I mean, when you're in school, I feel like your priorities are a lot different mm -hmm. than when you aren't and at this age and starting to look <laughs> at stuff like this. Well, and people my age listening to what you're saying right now, they're probably thinking, hell yeah, had I thought about it, things would have probably, lo probably looked a lot different. Right. And then as a mom listening to you say this, I'm thinking, yep, criminal background checks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't hopefully you don't have to go that far, but <laughs> I do feel like those are things like I definitely am at a point in my life now that I wouldn't ever get into a relationship with somebody that I know is not going to meet my needs or that I know does not share the same values and goals in life or for their future. Like those are definitely not things that I had thought about in past relationships or mm -hmm. like prior to now yep. that are really important to me and they should be important in your relationships yeah. at this stage in life, especially if you're considering building a real life with the person that you're with currently. Right. Yeah. I think it probably means addressing small issues yeah. early on, which can be really difficult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it, but if, if you, you don't, do it, yeah, if, gonna if you don't do it, yeah, it'll get a lot worse. And if you do do it in the beginning, you can get a lot of that stuff out of the way and probably both grow from it. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be the end of something new because you think that these things maybe don't align. Yeah. Like it is all about having those conversations and being really honest with each other yeah. about where you both stand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love the fact that you are thinking outside of just the obvious, the preventative health context. Mm -hmm. Any other areas where you feel like being preventative? I think 
being preventative financially is probably a good one at my age. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would can't think... really say I'm there yet, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, thinking about more of the long term, yeah, which I think is to your point is a little bit difficult when you're this age. Um, yeah, but every financial advisor and their brother would tell you that you should start early and you should be doing your research and knowing the things that where your money should be mm -hmm. going and mm -hmm. looking at things like that. Yep. I think also environmentally, really having more consideration about sustainability, really taking preventative approaches to reducing waste, conser conserving resources, mm -hmm. you know, just doing what you can to protect our planet for our future, yeah. I think. And I can honestly say at your age, I probably didn't think as much about that, but I think at my age, I think about that because I care about you guys and I care about your kids. And of mm -hmm. course I want, I want your kids to have the same kind of experiences that we've had going up to the cabin and just yeah. enjoying nature. It's such a huge part of our life. I hate the thought of that deteriorating. And so mm -hmm. I think that falls into the preventative camp, things we should be thinking about. Yeah, definitely. Anything else? Mm. Preventative mindset being really from, we oh, talked- absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that Mental is- Mental health, for sure. Yeah. Obviously we can't end the conversation without touching on that it's yeah. so important to foster a proactive rather than a reactive yeah. mindset heighten your awareness around what it is that you're feeling and why yeah and really utilize yourself utilize our self framework to make decisions to start thinking differently it's we use this acronym for your benefit so that it's simple, it's easy for you to remember that you think thinking of yourself as the solution to anything. Mm -hmm. So you start with a decision, you eliminate the self-sabotage, you leverage your strengths and you finish with a decision. And yeah. that's all we teach over and over and over. We just apply it to an unlimited amount of topics, mm -hmm. which you're really gonna see in 2024 where we are going to be doing master classes every single Friday, where you're going to have a chance for free to come into a master class and see how we apply the self framework to health and wellness, to weight loss, to relationships, mm -hmm. to parenting, to dating. I mean, yeah. the list is long. And so every single Friday, we're going to be showing you how to do that. And we have 10 coaches who just graduated from our certification program. Mm -hmm. They will be co-facilitating these master classes, and then they will be each offering their own programmings that will be six to 10 weeks long on these particular topics. So it's a great time to become a member, especially if you've been thinking about it, do it now because our prices are going up in 2024. So yeah. you can get grandfathered in with 2023 pricing and have all access to all of it. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is a definite preventative step that you can take. When it comes to 
yeah, being preventative in all areas of your life. Yeah. Obviously we're biased, but I can't think of a better approach to being preventative than to becoming somebody who is committed to utilizing themselves as Mm -hmm. the solution to learning how to think in a way that creates self-reliance, self-confidence. You do not have to think of the solution existing outside of yourself, that you need somebody else to give you permission. If that's the way you think, you are going to be delegating so much control. And that doesn't work long-term. That's not a sustainable way of living. Yeah, and I think that living from the mindset of life is happening for you, not to you. Mm -hmm. And I love life is happening because of you. I love that thought. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, everybody go forth and be preventative this week. Absolutely. We will be back next week with another fun topic of becoming. Are you getting tired of becoming? No, me neither. Me either. This is awesome. (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys soon.